Good morning, Big Ten fans. Welcome back to another edition of the Big Ten Morning Minutes. I'm your host, Mike Chen. Follow me on Twitter at Mike F. Chen. Follow the show site over there as well at Big Ten MM. It is Thursday, June 11th, 2020. And yesterday was a big day for one Big Ten baseball player, but... We'll get to that in just a moment as Iowa yesterday grabbed a commitment from Ohio quarterback Joey Labas. Labas, 6'4", 170 pounds. Here's the issue with Labas. No power, five offers. That is extremely concerning to me. And if you've listened to podcasts before, you know my stance on that. It is not good. Now, Iowa's going to spin it like they're finding a gem, a diamond in the rough. Now, I don't think so. I'm... Looking at Labas as a guy that is just going to be on the roster. And I'm going to continue to critique Iowa's recruiting because it is absolutely ridiculous the way that they go about doing it. Uh, They have yet again taken a commitment from a non-black American. Now, this is something, especially with everything that's going on with Kirk Ferentz, Chris Doyle, and all the accusations of blatant racism inside the program. Is it a coincidence that they get a white quarterback? Maybe. Is it surprising that they get a white quarterback? Not at all. And to be honest with you, one of my favorite all-time Iowa quarterbacks, and I'm not an Iowa fan, is Brad Banks. Black American. Brad Banks. He was awesome. Absolutely awesome. Uh, Back in the day, about 15, eh, probably closer to 20 years ago now. But Brad Banks was one of my favorite players, early Big Ten players from when I was younger. And it's just unfortunate because it seems as if this is pretty rampant. This is what Iowa does. Um, The the story yesterday uh, that I spoke about with Daryl Johnson Koulianis, that's it's a tough one uh, because you never want to see someone in power like Kirk Ferentz go out and tell his player that he's going to ruin his career and ruin a reputation. Um, Dan Bernstein from 670 The Score, uh, where I cover the Big Ten at, he came hard at Kirk Ferentz yesterday, calling for his head, calling for him to get fired. And I'm not going to lie. At this point in time, from everything that we've heard, it probably makes the most sense to part ways with Kirk Ferentz. Yes, he is a guy that's been at Iowa for 20-plus years, 21 years, and he really has made that program into what it is today. But unfortunately, that's not something that you should be proud of when you look back and hear that over 50 players have come out and said there's some sort of of racism going on, but they didn't feel comfortable. And the fact that Iowa doesn't recruit Florida anymore uh, for the black American athletes, just, I, I just don't get it. I don't get it at all. So this is something to monitor because I can definitely see at some point in time, Kirk Ferentz and Iowa parting ways. If more accusations come out, uh, Kirk Ferentz, I'm not buying what he's selling here. You're not going to tell me that you're going to change. And, you know, you're you're a, a gentleman in your 60s. 
Old dogs don't learn new tricks. It's a difficult situation. So we'll continue to monitor what's going on in Iowa City. I know what's going on in Minneapolis. They're not happy. And the reason why they're not happy is because Sam Jackson once again decommitted from the program. Sam Jackson has committed to Minnesota twice. The talented athlete from Illinois. And I think Jackson has his sights set on playing quarterback. And I don't think Minnesota's plan was to have him play the position. I think their plan was to get him on campus and find the best fit for him and go from there. Well, Jeff Brom and Purdue said, you know what, young man? Why don't you come over next state over? Much closer, a closer drive, that's for sure, for your family to come see you play. And let's play some quarterback. And I'll tell you what, Jeff Brom, what he has done with his quarterbacks, it's it's been pretty solid. I mean, albeit last year, there was a ton of injuries, so you can't I think last year was a little bit of aberration. But Elijah Sindelar, not a guy that, you know, is gonna get drafted, but a damn effective quarterback. So I, I like this pickup for Jeff Brom. I think it's pretty solid. And when you look at what Sam Jackson is, yeah, if he doesn't work out a quarterback, maybe you could move him out to a wide receiver, a slot back, uh, potentially an H back. So, hey, you know what? Take the commit. If he doesn't work, move him later. No big deal. Love it. Good job, Jeff Brom, going and flipping Sam Jackson from Minnesota. Let's move on to, oh, actually, I'm sorry. I got one other note on the football side of things as Michigan State has announced an in-state rivalry with Central Michigan. They will play games against the Chips in 23, 27, and 30. No big news here. Michigan, Michigan State, they like playing the directional Michigan schools as they're out of conference. Keep that money in state completely understandable with how they do it and what they're going about doing it. So uh, it is what it is. And, uh, you know, you have to think that this is a three W's in a row for the Spartans when they actually hit the field in a couple of years and they start the rivalry up again. All right. Now let's really move on to the basketball side of things. We'll start off with Maryland. They got an in-state commitment from shooting guard Ike Cornish yesterday, six, six, 185 pounds. Cornish had offers from Rutgers, Georgetown, Georgia Tech, DePaul, Xavier. Now, Cornish, not a huge, big-time prospect, uh, a solid get for Mark Turgeon and the Terrapins. You look at the offer list, and again, basketball's different than football, and I'm always going to say this because basketball, the rosters are so much smaller, you can't have as many players, so therefore, schools are a lot more selective as to who they give offers out to. So, when you're looking at it, Georgetown, perennial power. DePaul, meh, I wouldn't say that. Xavier, they've had some good runs. Uh, Georgia Tech's okay. Rutgers is on the up and coming. Steve Bikel really has that program going in the right direction. But Cornish ultimately opted to stay in state, stay at home, play for Mark Turgeon and Maryland, and a pretty solid get for the Terrapins. Another quick note on scheduling. Iowa has announced that they will face Oregon State in a non-conference neutral game site sometime this year. We don't know where that is, where it's going to be played, and when it's going to be played, but we do know that they will play each other. Like I let off with the show, there was one happy baseball player, and that was 
Minnesota's Max Meyer. Max Meyer went third overall in the draft to the Miami Marlins. He was the only Big Ten player selected on day one. Rounds two through five will be held later on today. You have to expect to hear a couple more Big Ten names getting called this afternoon or this evening. But Max Meyer, a hard-throwing right-hander, a little bit undersized. You know who he reminds me of when I watched highlights of the young man? Tim Lincecum. That's what Meyer looks like. Small, has a little torque. Now, Lincecum definitely had a wind-up that was different that created a lot of herky-jerky motion that the, that he had been doing for such a long time and perfected. And unfortunately for Lincecum during his big league career, as soon as his body started to break down and he couldn't replicate his delivery, he had a lot of issues and he started to get hit and he started to get hit hard. And that's something that Miami has to take into account. But Meyer throws hard. He's hitting 96, 97, 98. Good secondary pitches. Congratulations, Max Meyer. You're the Big Ten's highest drafted player this year and the only player selected in the first round. So congratulations to Max Meyer. Moving on to the major leagues. It's actually a big thing this year because there's only five rounds. If there were more rounds, it wouldn't be as big of a deal. But it's pretty impressive that Minnesota's Max Meyer gets drafted in the top three, third overall to Miami. And that's going to do it for me this morning on your Big Ten Morning Minutes. I appreciate the listen. Go ahead and give me a follow on Twitter at Mike F. Chen. Follow the show site over there as well at Big Ten. I'm, I'm rate us, review us, and share us on all of your listening platforms. Have a great Thursday, Big Ten fans. I'll talk to you tomorrow morning.